I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, I'm back, Pete Donaldson, back in my editing room, uh, compiling a, a compendium of the very best ramble moments from the 2016-2017 season. I want to say a big thanks once again to Linford Grimes uh, for the blueprint, so to speak. He has been indispensable in putting this together. He piled through a lot of shows back in the day, pulled out his favourite bits, and then uh, we did the same, but working from his compendium of his favourite bits. So this is kind of like super refined. This is like homeopathic levels of quality right here, and I'm sure you can agree when you listen to them. Uh, we uh, kick off today's collection of noises uh, from the 2016 17 season uh, with an email uh, from steve at hotmail.com uh, an email sent mere weeks before Marcus's wedding uh, this is a long one to settle in um, and it's basically uh, a man looking for a bit of advice Okay, Steve Hi boys, though this email is only sort of connected to football, uh, I thought your long history of being unofficial agony uncles to the football-loving listeners might serve you in good stead when dispensing advice. Basically, a close friend is getting married soon, and me and his circle of friends and colleagues are all excited about a great man entering the next stage of this thing we call life. Anyway, we're all lambda here that although we hang out with this chap at least three times a week, text back and forth every single day, and although we're invited to the wedding itself, 
we were not invited to the stag do. At the stag do in question, they saw some comedy, they went to the football, and they also indulged in the time-honoured sport of laser tag. With the impending nutshells on the horizon, we are obviously upset about not being invited to Quasar Laser because he loved Quasar Laser and just wondered if the ramble had any advice. I don't want to be forced into a situation where I stand up and object in church, but I am more than willing to do so because my soul is in turmoil. Any guidance willingly accepted, Steve. P.S. The groom is a little hairy boy. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> Steve, that was Steve at hotmail.com. So, yeah. there's a hosting article. <laughs> hey, have the names been changed in that? Just to I, no, the no, 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 okay. no, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just, uh, no, no, no. They didn't mention who it was, to be honest. No. My name. No. 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 It would be, not, it'd be nice to know, but I understand if we can't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, the, the situation is absolutely maddening at Arsenal with, with the transfers. You, would, you know, everyone knows we need a striker. Everyone knows we need a defender. And I don't Takuma know. Takuma Rosano. <laughs> yeah, such a wonderful phrase. But yeah, um, so a friend of mine made a really good point about how ridiculous our transfers are. We after after Leon rejected a bid for um, Lacazette from West Ham, we then put in a lower bid. <laughs> After, after that, <laughs> like, what are we doing? What oh, are we doing? This is just making it up as they go along. It's absolutely phenomenal. I love the idea of Leon just just starting to CC Arsenal into their responses to West Ham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not bidding for business. Oh, no. <laughs> we could do it for cheaper. This is not how it works. This is not how it works. Player of the year, uh, which Premier League club will go furthest in the Champions League? Maybe three relegated teams, three well. relegated teams, mm, of yeah. course. How many willies? How many willies will be seen? Yeah, yeah. yeah has How to many drones? How many willies get caught in the helicopter of the drones? I didn't want uh, any willie ca- categories because that's Pete's specialist subject, yeah. and mm. I think it's unfair. Yeah. Well, that's a special one for PT. <laughs> so before, know, before the Football Ramble started recording, you literally showed a video of me in the nude. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, you're, but you have I mean, on your sorry, phone. Everyone, you're sorry. very much what? complicit in that, though, sorry, aren't you? Yeah. What is your point? Has <laughs> <laughs> if anyone listening to this show has heard you for more than five minutes doesn't think you're the type of man who's naked quite a lot? Yeah. <laughs> on camera. Yeah. So... I can, remember, I can remember you two doing a video, you and Marcus. Well, I, yeah, Marcus clarify had to, this quickly. Marcus had to record it under a blanket, yeah. and when he had the blanket over him so he couldn't see, you took all your clothes off. And, and there, was just, no, there was no one else even there. I also remember you resting your member on his shoulder while Marcus fell over saying, Pete, Pete, it's on you. Can I, can I just, can I just, uh, my name's come up there a couple of times. <laughs> can, I just, <laughs> can I just say, ladies and gentlemen, oh, good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I was always fully clothed. I wasn't complicit. I was disgusted. Wasn't complicit. And I did not inhale. <laughs> Pathetic. You're on that. You're on that. And they didn't chase me, no matter how much I, I said that. Sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> I did not get naked with those men in your Oval Office. In my Oval <laughs> Office. <laughs> anyway, to, to sum up, uh, I tell you what, this is a this is a cracker. This is a cracker. Hello, Gareth. Um, he says, uh, settle down, because it's a good one. Wow. And a long one. Uh, as masters of Keeganology, I suspect you may know the story of Keegan's 1974 trip to Belgrade already. I don't. No. no. But I only recently discovered it myself, so just in case you don't, I thought I'd share, and I'm so glad you did. In 1974, <laughs> England were due to play Yugoslavia as part of a European tour, so they flew to Belgrade from Bulgaria, where the last game had been played. At the time, Joe Mercer was caretaker manager, and it was safe to say that his attitude to players' behaviour and state of dress was somewhat informal. Lovely stuff. Uh, as a result, the plane ride was closer to what you'd expect from a stag do abroad rather than a professional football team, with the players in their best 70s fashion gear and the booze flowing. Although not for young <laughs> Kevin Keegan, who slept through most of the flight. Can I just say, I would love to have been on that flight. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> a little just, more finery. Yeah. <laughs> Puffing away on cigars. Yeah. Um, 
perm. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. Uh, when they, uh, everyone's smoking. Everyone's smoking yeah. right down the flight. Uh, when they landed, the team discovered that the FA had forgotten that Sofia in Bulgaria and Belgrade were in different time zones, so their Yugoslavian minders weren't quite there yet. While Joe Mercer <laughs> and the other FA officials went off to try and find them, the players waited in the baggage area. Bored, Alec Lindsay of Liverpool jumped up on the lo- luggage conveyor belt and started mucking about, only to be told to get off by the other players. What they didn't know that some what they didn't know was that someone had already called security. Keegan, carrying two bags of souvenir pottery from Bulgaria... <laughs> you know where this is going. You know where this is going. Had, ..had done nothing more than sit down on the metal edge of the conveyor belt when Yugoslav security arrived and dragged him off to a back room. There, in his own words, he was forced to kneel like a prisoner of war while being punched, clubbed and kicked. He was then charged with sexually assaulting a stewardess, assaulting a security guard, disturbing the peace and causing an obstruction. Life in jail. Life. you got life. Luckily, by that point, the players had found Mercer and the FA, who themselves managed to uh, find Keegan and alert security as to who he was. The charges were dropped and an understandably sobbing Keegan was released. <laughs> Next day, still played in the England game and scored a last-minute equaliser. Oh. Peak Keegan. Oh. And, then, and then was punched. <laughs> Gareth, that was wonderful. Oh, Excellent. Brilliant. Brilliant. Say, Gareth, you set Spelzy off. Oh, he's, yeah. he's done. Spelzy's he's done. done. <laughs> How many he's more done. of these are there? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we knew all of them. Ah, dear. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for your email. So we'll, we'll get wrong. to... If you want to get in touch... You can't, you can't leave it there because Mark isn't ready. <laughs> all right, OK, I'll yeah. do one more. Uh, Tom Hodgson... <laughs> I'm putting your mic down. Tom Tom Hodgson from Gateshead says, a big hi to the lads at the Ramble. That's kind of what you do with an email, I suppose. My yeah. highlight of the week is Sheerness's Stuart Crookshank taking a knock to the nose during a game. Luckily, luckily, luckily uh, for him, a tampon was available to suppress the bleeding as he went on in style to score a blinder in a 5-0 victory in the East Sheppey Sunday League. I've attached a photo of Stuart in action, tampon and all. Everyone there agreed it was a bloody great game. I'll be honest, I wasn't <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> a, ma- a man put a tampon up his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Keegan? <laughs> no, he wouldn't have put it out there himself. No. No. Was he Was he beaten, kicked and clubbed? Marcus, yeah. Marcus, clubbed. Marcus, two bags of crockery. Yeah. All smashed. smashed bits. All <laughs> smashed. Like a Greek bra- wedding. The most breakable of all the souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realise until he got home, though. No. Yeah. Yeah. I got you a present. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you've left me? <laughs> Um, I genuinely do. I'm not just saying that to get you to buy it, although you should buy it. Um, <laughs> or pre-order it. Yeah. Rory Fallow, um, this is the penultimate one, I think. He says, bought a coffee in the stadium and light before kickoff, and the exchange was as follows. Me, can I have a coffee with milk, please, mate? Him, yeah, would you like it black or white? Uh, yeah, just a coffee with milk, please. Yeah, but do you want it black or white? <laughs> and he finishes by saying, no wonder the club is in a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, they're absolutely um, brilliant. And one more. Uh, it was very hard to find them. <laughs> um, next one up. I came like a hero and I left like a legend. Was that Eric Cantona? I've had nights like that. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> no, legend. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not, not criminal. Hang on. I thought you said crying librarian. <laughs> Naughty. What? Speaking of the hero now, Neil Warnock's off uh, to a winning start at Cardiff City. Speaking of the if, old hat. If he, uh, Warnock gets a lot of stick and not, you know, on this show included, and you know, fine, he is a little bit of a, a bit of a what's his name, but <laughs> if he no, gets out to get out of the league, if he gets Cardiff promoted, yeah, that'll be his eighth career promotion. That is, is impressive. impressive. That is amazing. Impressive. But he is a part of that classic group of English managers who have you know pretty decent record in the Championship, getting sides up to the Premier League. And when yeah. they get to the Premier League, 
they are exposed. Yeah. Well, there were stories at, at QPR of, of how, you know, um, I forget which player it was, but there was someone who did an interview just talking about how he did, there were times where you, they'd look over at the dugout and he just, just didn't have a plan for when they were getting battered. And... Uh, I'll always have a certain amount of affection in my, in my, um, in my mind for, for Neil Warnock because once on the radio, uh, and I've got no particular beef with John Cross, the guy who writes for The Mirror anyway, mm-hmm. but it was very funny. John Cross was trying to, um, he was saying something about Neil Warnock and Neil Warnock was on the phone and Warnock did the most amazing sort of Absolutely brilliant, like uh, yeah. patronising of, of John Cross. He just kept going, yeah. But the thing about John, our ah, John, he loves <laughs> he loves Arsenal, does our ah, John? And it, when he talks about Arsenal, he talks very, very well. And we like listening to him talk about Arsenal because he loves Arsenal, our ah, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to other stuff, <laughs> other, other f- parts of football, yeah. it, it was, it was so funny. Funny. He's got such a funny manner, Warnock. Isn't I do. I, I, it, was I, a, I, it was a really patronising, but at the same time, quite good natured. Yeah. Big swinging of the dick around, saying, "Listen, <laughs> I've worked in the game for forty years, pal. You yeah. leave me out of it." If Warnock was in the seventies, he'd probably have a league title to his name. Yeah, do you know would, what I mean? Yeah. He's, and, yeah. and he is of yesteryear, and I do quite like that but about I, him. I just love the way he kept calling him our John. I told you, yeah, that's class. I told you, <laughs> didn't I? I met him once. In a, in a previous job, and he was managing Palace at the time, and he said, "Who do you support?" And I thought, I, I thought to myself, "Oh, he'll, he'll love it if I say Palace, and we'll have a little chat." So I just went, "Oh, I, you know, I, I sometimes go and watch Palace and all this sort of stuff, which is which is a lie." And uh, <laughs> you lied to Neil Warnock, yeah. And he went, uh, and he went because uh, he just took took over at Palace, and uh, the the club wasn't in a particularly good state. And it was brilliant because it just fed into it, to all that kind of stuff. And he took over and I said, oh, yeah, someone's going to watch Palace play. And he went, oh, well, have a bit of faith, son. We're trying to sort it out. When I got in there, it was an absolute disgrace, but we're sorting it out now. You're going Saturday, are you? He was all like this. <laughs> but I reckon that if I had an opinion on, like a proper opinion on stuff like that, he probably would have listened. Yeah. yeah. On the match or, or, or whatever league they were in, you know, the Football League show, yeah. whatever it would have been at yeah. the time, he'd have been like, well, I've talked to this lad the other day and he said I should have put him on the wing. So actually, I gave it a go. It was all right. Listen, lad, we're playing through it back today I spoke to a little chap our Marcus our Marcus he's here today <laughs> he's I don't to want me. to disappoint him yeah he loves Palace as our Marcus <laughs> he's never been <laughs> the Spurs dropped points they did away to West Brom although it was probably a point gained obviously it was a, it was a, In a, a last minute yeah. goal from, from Deli Alley. Deli Alley did miss a few chances but you know that, that can happen because actually the goal he scored was was very well done, mm. considering that they were they were desperately looking for an equaliser. Mm. It's a lovely bit of craft from uh, from the young man. Um, Chadley scoring against his old club, yeah, standard. That was it's a proper happens, boost as well into the roof of the net. It was. Yeah. A, it's very satisfying a roofed goal. What about that thing Pulis said about well, Chadley? I mean, we we mentioned this in, in the Glasgow Live Show, but it's it's worth mentioning again. He absolutely startling admission on uh, I think it was Radio Five Live on on Saturday. How he got Chadley to sign for West Brom. He got him down to the club to have a look and he took him out. And in, in Pulis's words, he gave him a load of wine, took him back to the training ground, and Chadley signed without knowing what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, that that's, was, that's not going to be good wine either. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, Echo Falls or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, yeah that's surely tongue in cheek, though. I'm sure he's overplaying that. Actually, Hopefully, can I just pull you up a second there, Jim? I, I think Pillars is more of a home home wine guy. You think he makes his I own think wine? He might do, like yeah. Fortified wine. I think he might do. Yeah, in the basement or something. Uh, I think that's a fair shout, yeah. actually. Yeah, mm, he's crushing the grapes between <laughs> yeah. forearm and bicep rather than his feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would very much enjoy crushing them under his cap, <laughs> still just screaming. Sido, Sido, Sido doesn't even know why he's saying it anymore. <laughs> Can't remember. Pulling just in base, a fever. Pulling the baseball cap tighter and tighter so the juice just drips down. <laughs> yeah, got loads team. of grapes underneath. Yeah, it. yeah. Just crushing them within <laughs> it. <laughs> Indeed. While we're in, uh, in 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 the Far East. Uh, although China is at Far East, you're getting on for it, certainly. Mm. Um, well, let's go to Thailand. Now, obviously, the king of Thailand died recently. Mm. Um, 
which like, let, let, let's be clear, the crux of what we're talking about is a man dying. So obviously that, that's, that's sad and all the rest and of it. And he was the longest serving monarch in the world at of the course, time. Of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely yours. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But this prompted football league officials out in Thailand to end the season three games early. Yeah. Now, again, obviously a man's died, blah, 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 that's, that, that, that's very sad. But two clubs were relegated <laughs> due to this. With three matches left and had a chance of staying up. I mean, was Kevin King imagine one of them? Was Kevin King imagine all of them? Oh, wow. Yeah. Marcus well, has gone for a while now. I thought we had a good chance of staying yeah, up, but the, would, the king died. I, I would love it if he pulled through. We see you in a bit, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. You can just imagine the coach right as well. Three games left. Two of them are winnable. Two of them are winnable, right? Well, we need. We can uh, nick- I, I better take this call. <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Richard Sodomore has been rumoured to be running it over. Yeah. <laughs> I love what Marcus has done it. I just feel for you, Marcus. Yeah, he says, in, in the running order, he's written, laws in Thailand can be very strict when speaking out against, speaking out against anything to do with the royal family. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, people are scared. Apparently, the League Cup will be decided by a lottery. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> Scotland was bad. And tell you what, if Kevin Keegan was managing one of the teams in a final being decided by a lottery, he would just leave. He finished that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've lost my ticket. I've lost my. I've lost our ticket, boys. Sad. Oh my goodness. I don't know where to go? Apparently, mm. apparently, um, the clubs lodged an appeal, but after a meeting um, with all eighteen league clubs, seventeen agreed to end the season early. I love the fact one. Yeah. Don't, that, that, I don't care if I get yeah. locked up. That one We're going to stay up this season. That one club had a couple of bags of crockery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Keegan, what happened was Keegan was managing a team that had a good chance of staying up, but we were in the relegation zone, and Kevin agreed to go and meet the um, the Thai the Thai king just just as a as a, as a nice yeah as a nice like royal visit, and then accidentally killed him. <laughs> Will the Keegan baiting never end? Probably not. God, I love Kevin Keegan. Hey, let's have a uh, serious chat about Stork, shall we? Or not? Well, you know, I remember, remember I said to you last week that in the year 2016, um, Stoke have conceded three or more goals in the Premier League. Mm. Uh, eight times. Yes. Nine times now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. They were so sloppy defending, weren't they? It was sort of, I, I, I know there's, there's an idea that Stoke are, are, are suffering from the, the new rules about shirt pulling and, and all, all that sort of stuff, <laughs> right? But there's, there's no commitment to attacking the, the set pieces coming in against them. They're so vulnerable from the flanks. Um, Shay um, Given is now a rough approximation of a goalkeeper. It's, it's very sad to see because he was I'm fantastic not in his day. He was fantastic. He couldn't have done anything about three of the goals. My stomach's wrong, I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, you couldn't have about three of the goals? <laughs> well, two of the goals. Are you out of your mind? What do you mean? <laughs> one of them Just came... One half of, them, of the goals he was all right with. One of them was... Flo- there were floating balls into the six-yard box <laughs> all day. Yeah. Shay Given was staying, staying yeah. home. Maybe he trusted you know, his he defenders. He can use his hands. Maybe yeah. he trusted he can his do, defenders. He can do a lot of things about that. Shay Given might as well have his armchair there. Leave and him alone! Fucking leave him alone! One thing, bread, say, boy. one thing I will say about him, though, fantastic Widow's <laughs> Peak. <laughs> Best Widow's Peak in the Premier League. Yeah. Got a fantastic oh, he's he's definitely peak. my hair hero, I yeah, think. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah. If what your hair would be like if it had a bit of commitment about it. <laughs> a mm. bit of commitment. Townsend. Uh, yeah, you can be sneaky yeah. about it. So Alan Pardew's still uh, still getting away with it, isn't he? Yeah, well, is he? Is anybody calling him on his rubbish? I'll I love the what. thought of Gareth Southgate watching this, thinking, "Come on, Alan, <laughs> come on, just one People point, just get a point for this, just just anything. Just Alan, just give me point. something. They are going to give me the job next week, <laughs> Alan. All right, time is running out. You're away to Swansea next. You've got to do something there. I did me interview. I tried to set fire to the blocks. Ty, they still wanted me. I missed a penalty in the interview, <laughs> just to remind them. They told me to get the PowerPoint out, I'd punch the computer. Yeah. No, Alan, Steve Bruce can't get promoted, but in a week, <laughs> it's gone. It's not happening. But Palace struggling, fifth loss in a row. Chelsea have better players as well, yeah. Mm. Is N'Golo Kante that good, though? I think <laughs> he's that good that he makes I that much of a difference. I, I think, I think Ranieri, I think what, what they've got at Leicester is season on, season off. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. Well, like so a fat like Glassman, you've got to take the air off. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fellow. Let, let the ground recover. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they, they have, they, they pretend they... to be a farmer again. Yeah, exactly. Idiot. They, um, Peter! What? What's some of your petty political point scoring? Thank you very much. <laughs> What's wrong with Evis? I just think Evis has got to stop pretending that he's a farmer. Yeah. Tarmuck it. What? He's a man in his 80s. He's a man in his 80s. <laughs> what are you this talking is about? This for Pete's pointless political palaver podcast. How is it, how is it <laughs> political? Marcus, you want me to bring up the speed? Pete, Pete is referencing Michael Evis, the yeah. founder and I know, I know. erstwhile until his daughter took over, runner of Glastonbury. I'm very aware of all yeah. um, And his pompous nature. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's, he's pompous, I'm just saying he's got to be, stop pretending it's, it's, it's a nightmare to get off that site when it's raised. Agree. Well, well, well Tarmac it doesn't control go the weather, does he? No, but I he could agree. make it easier for people to get off. Pete, I agree, and I've had some very sternly worded thoughts about that, that festival, <laughs> but I would not resort to assaulting the man uh, personally. Yeah, that's, that's the true. difference between me and you. <laughs> Tarmac it. To be perfectly frank. If he's going to assault someone, <laughs> I'm going to tarmac. I'm you cannot tarmac a pensioner. How many more times? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to see a tarmac pensioner. Come on. Why? See, that's what happens. What? You, well, the thing is, you say why, you encourage it, yeah. and then it, before we know it, we're committing a group assault on an 80-year-old man. <laughs> Pete is now blaming Marcus for this. This will be in the YouTube ideas spreadsheet tomorrow. In the (laughs) tarmac to make your own man. They smell lovely. I love the smell of tarmac. I do as well, actually. Is the smell of tarmac as nice when it's coupled with burning pension of flesh? Yeah. I and don't then, know. That's what we're going to find out. That I put the idea yeah. in because right. I can see you want to know. If it's just Top Gear, we'll be doing this tomorrow. Is Pete having these thoughts, right? Is it really my fault that I asked him why? I mean, in a court of law, <laughs> in a court of law, no. is, is the guy going to say, right, well, you get three months as well because no. you did ask the question why? No, yeah. but I think you should hold yourself up to a higher standard. <laughs> I'm not asking him. You're the conditions. You're supplying the uh, catalyst. Uh, You're the oxygen. I said why. I didn't say why. No, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the mold spores <laughs> in my bathroom. All I'm saying is, Pete should not be encouraged on any level to go out and purchase a steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no steamroller. It would just be an applicant, a light dusting. So now you're not even doing the job properly. <laughs> light dusting. <laughs> now you're cutting corners. You're putting tarmac. That's like a half-assed tarring and feathering. No, no. So, I think this is the quickest vault fast we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the other day it was Bob Bradley to the Elgin Marbles in 20 seconds. Right, OK. It's up there. It's up yeah. there. All I'm saying is... It depends how old they are. I mean, Hodgson is in, uh, advanced in years. I mean, obviously, say. Advanced in years are here. Would you be interested in being tarmacked? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so you're only up for it if they're into it as well. <laughs> Consent is important. Cons- yeah. Right, okay. When you ask them, are no, you, I'm are sure you, are you at the wheel? Account when it comes to sentencing, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you at the wheel of, of, of the steamroller looking down on them? <laughs> he's not being, apparently, he's not doing the steamroller. Yeah, I don't know oh, why you're right? obsessed with the steamroller. Uh, 
It's only me. one part of yeah. the tarmacking process. Yeah, Marcus, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> why else is a steamroller? Sorry, Sorry to bring are you back to Are you part paper? of big steamroller? I just know you like machines. So if <laughs> not the steamroller, how are you going to do it? Like what do you mean? Gym? Well, you're still tarmacking someone. You have to flatten it down. Yeah, the no, steamroller's just for the flattening to even oh, yeah, out I the road. So. Yes. But, I mean, but how are you going to do it? I mean, I... I don't, I don't feel confident that I could tarmac a, a pensioner. Dip. I'd like to know a how dip. you'd do it. Lie him down and just scoop the tarmac upon it. Yeah. I don't, mi- it. I don't mind hitting them with a flat bit of the shovel. <laughs> don't you? No. OK, it's very But not steamrolling. Very honourable of you. That's cruel, unusual <laughs> punishment. I very can, unusual. I can understand... Uh, there'll be documentaries made about you in the future. I yeah. think so. And your family will be ashamed Visionary. <laughs> Visionary <laughs> human tarmacer. Um, I, I think uh, Hodgson... Uh, Twenty-four hours. <laughs> um, well, Pep Guardiola is certainly in the spirit of things. Mm. We, we, we'll come on to, to Pep and Man City, of course. Uh, David Moyes, not so much. No, mm. standard. Yeah, but it's it, partly is his fault, partly not his fault. Uh, if you had to take David out for the day to cheer him up, what would you do, Jim? Ah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and when I was thinking about answering this question, <laughs> completely coincidentally. <laughs> Um, someone on Twitter, at Lebs, got in touch with me and said, uh, oh, I found this uh, funny interview with David Moyes from the 21st of August, which is, as we all know, the start of the season, mm-hmm. um, with some with some quotes from David Moyes, and I thought Sharon was part of this answer. Uh, David was asked um, wh- whether he thinks they're going to be a relegation battle this season in August. Mm-hmm. Why would that suddenly change? I think it will be a relegation battle. Oh, God. I don't think you can hide from the fact that it will be the case. People will be flat because they're hoping that something is going to dramatically change. It can't dramatically change. It can't. <laughs> Why would that suddenly change? Because of you, David. Because of the, the influence you can have. Jim, That's weeks, your whole job. Two weeks into the season. <laughs> two games in. They just lost in Middlesbrough. Oh, Admittedly, God. a poor result. It can't so- dramatically change. It can't. <laughs> He's been proven right, hasn't he? Yeah. The joke's on. Yeah. Right, still on him. What a prophecy. <laughs> Moistradama. Not even September. Yeah. Which would be bad enough. Why would that suddenly change? Not suddenly. <laughs> You've got nine months. You've got nine months. You've literally got the whole season. <laughs> Always the same for everyone. You've got the whole season. Every manager gets the same. He's planning for a relegation battle in August. He's not even... It's like... You know, Graham, I think it's Graham Sinessa's famous uh, comment when he was Liverpool manager. Don't look at the table till Christmas. Don't mm. worry about it. Focus on your own job. Do what you can do. Pick up as many points as you can. At Christmas, we'll talk about it. Moyes, 21st of August. <laughs> we're going down. Yeah. We're getting relegated. Also, that didn't work for Mark Fish. No, it's so. true. That's absolutely true. That's yeah. true. Um, aim high. Aim as high as you can. And if you get a little bit less, yeah. then you've done okay still. So he's pr- aiming high for him is 18th. Yeah. yeah. But he's thinking, if I aim for relegation yeah. and we get rock bottom, that's all right. <laughs> and it's happening. You guys made my day mentioning Township Rollers, rollers uh, my hometown club and most successful team in Botswana. He's oh, yeah. from Botswana, so no he may be. Way. That's fantastic. My old man was even chairman in the 90s. Ooh. The strange name, uh, they were named by uh, Gaborone, was a new settlement, Hench Township, and Rollers ref- refers to lawn rollers that you used to flas- flatten uh, the grass. Okay. Or a pensioner. Or a pensioner <laughs> with covered in tar. So what's the explanation for miscellaneous, then? Other team names in Botswana, usually from the smaller towns, are Moshupa Lovers. Nice. Which I think it's nice. Uh, mosquito. <laughs> Obviously very popular, buzzing around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Naughty boys. Naughty boys. Naughty, Naughty boys. boys. Yeah. Manager Danny Dyer. I want to move. Bl- <laughs> Bl- Black peril, which kind of sounds like you, like a Scotsman trying to describe your saviour. Yeah, or a pirate. <laughs> like a pirate ship. <laughs> uh, killer, killer giants. That's oh, nice. That's killer nice. giants. Yeah, yeah, everyone on the team's called David. Green lovers. <laughs> Green lovers. Green lovers. Green lovers. Isn't that nice? Wow. Uh, space moon landers. Yeah, that's brilliant. That is, 
That's from back in the day. Not now, sure if they even still play. Now says. you're talking. Yeah. The thing is, with this type of email, it's very, very difficult to know how many of them are real. Well, he, he does say that Black Pearl. Black Pearl uh, was from back in the day, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There nice, we go. Nice Let's thing. assume they're all real because it's brilliant. Boys, who's been your standout person in football in 2016? Man of the year. Let's call it the man of the year. I, I'm presuming I'm not allowed to go for Rafa Benitez. You, it's Christmas. You can we do love you, RB. Right. You can do what you want. <laughs> well, no, but there could be an argument listen, there with Rafa Benitez. Listen, he's taking them down. <laughs> <laughs> he's still the year Real Madrid. Yeah, you're not allowed. <laughs> Started off with the biggest club in the world, got a team relegated to the championship. Dawson, that ticks on my box. Yeah. <laughs> I just this is the romance of relegation. Yeah. My parachute uh, love. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying about Ronaldo and Ranieri, but <laughs> Benitez has just won eight games in a row in the championship. All right, all right. Everyone shut their mouths. Mark Clattenburg. <laughs> I was just going to squeeze a quick highlight in. George Gaskin, the Littlehampton and Horsham striker, um, scored uh, over the Christmas period. He plays um, in... Uh, oh, I saw this. Yeah, I'm trying to think which, which league. He, one is in the Ryman League South Division, which is which is not a bad standard. Yeah. And it's better than Leatherhead Reserves, I can tell you yeah, that. Yeah, right. Uh, well, it's not a reserve league for a start. Um, and uh, I think he plays in the, um, the SC... FL Premier Division, and this was in the uh, the Littlehampton Gazette. He scored two hat tricks in, in one, one day for yeah. two different teams, <laughs> and that's the, that's a decent standard. That uh, you know, Ryman League South Division is it's you know a respectable level. It's not like he scored you know he scored for the school and then his no. club team or something. That's know. fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, just to play twice in one day. <laughs> Yes. He's 26, he's not like 14. Speaking as a severely overweight 36-year-old man, just to play two games of football in one day. I'm, to, be, to be honest, if you'd have put that in there, I'd have been impressed. <laughs> what, did he come up? No, he played the whole game. Oh, was it five aside? Yeah, that's still good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that is good, yeah. It's, it's the same sort of engine you need to have when you're a kid over the park yeah. and games go up to like 45 yeah. all. I know, right. And then it only stops because the sun goes down. What, did he drive himself home as well? <laughs> <laughs> he ran home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get this man signed up. Yes, George, he's 26. George Gaskett. Hopefully we haven't... Um, Hopefully we haven't sort of outed him as some sort of ringer and now he's going to be suspended. Well, then he should know better. He should, yeah. In which case, if, if he is... That would be quite funny. Don't endorse it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could be like the next Joe the Goal. What's, what's your name? George Gaskin. Yeah. Is that your real name? <laughs> <laughs> when you used to go filling for your mates' teams and you couldn't get signed on quick enough. <laughs> I, remember, I remember playing for the... Uh, do we have time? I remember playing for the university and one of our lads, he was... It was a friend's university. And, uh, <laughs> I realised what I've done there. And one of the lads wasn't eligible to play. Yeah. Right? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, right. and, yeah. uh, um, and he got booked and he thought to himself, oh, I can't give my name. So he looked up and the first person he saw, he gave their name. They were also ineligible to play. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. A disgrace. Very nice. Oh, dear. I was eligible, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or, my or, mate was although, eligible. Although yeah. not selected. Yeah. <laughs> not, in, in the reserves. Yeah. Uh, before we go to a little ad break, uh, Brentford versus Eastleigh. Mm. Yes. This, this is, is this is a nice one. It is a nice one because um, Martin Allen is manager of Eastleigh. Po- yeah. Possibly. Old mad dog. Oh, yeah. One, one of the most bizarre <laughs> managerial careers yeah. you could find in England, I think. I mean, and he, fashion and, uh, yeah. statements he's made. And he used, to manage, um, he used to manage Brentford, of course. Yes. He uh, he took him to two playoff semi-finals. He's managed everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. That is definitely a man who doesn't call himself mad. But when the, the, the term mad dog has come from somewhere else. I'll he, take dog. He, 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 was, he was a, a, I mean, 
Yeah. I've probably talked about it on the show before. A very robust, shall mm-hmm. we say, midfield player. Yes. Um, played for Portsmouth, actually, for a little bit towards the end mm-hmm. of his career. And he, was very po- he? he was very popular down at Portsmouth. But uh, he's he's also knocked out... Did he knock out Sunderland when they were in the <laughs> Premier thought, League? I thought you were going to say an individual person. Oh, he probably did. Yeah. He's definitely done that. <laughs> but the reason I say this is I, I think he knocked out Sunderland when he was manager of Brentford. And he may have even knocked out... I oh, know, I think they drew against Southampton away when he was at Brentford in okay. the FA Cup. He got a bit of a reputation of, 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 yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of having these weird ideas to knock out teams. Right. And... He, and when they went down to Southampton, they ended up. I think they drew two all, and he um, was in the local <laughs> press down there at the time because he was, he was running. He was as motivation. Oh, he was running. Lake, he, no, he was running. No, that's, that was a different. That was a different one. <laughs> that was him as well. But that's oh, what okay, was, right. He was running naked into the Solent, getting all this. Play, Come on, let's go over a swim in the Solent. It's freezing. Which yeah. is the on the on the coast? It's the south coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, he wasn't naked. I think he was. He, he was either naked at the river or naked in the sea. One of those. Was naked, it wasn't right. the river. But the river. The river one was. I think he'd just taken over. I can't remember which. Side, and they'd gone on. For, they'd gone on like a bit of a run, and there was a river there. And he thought to himself, "Right, I'll g him up." You know, like 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 you get some sort of that was summer up north while he was on the away game with Brentford. It was with Brentford as well. Oh, was that with? Yeah, Brentford, he's done most of, most of his finest work. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> 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 he didn't dive into the river and like he, he climbed up the other side of the bank or something. So come on, you not? Yeah, he was like trying to g him up, it, and it he was, thought, it, "I'll lead from the front." He should manage in Paulo, shouldn't he? What, really? you, what, you're <laughs> what you're referring to is, yeah. is, I think I'm right in saying there was two players on the river bank having an argument. And they were talking about going for a swim in the river naked. Right. And from nowhere, Mark Allen came, came and dived in and swam it. And got out the other side and went, Don't fucking say you're going to do so, I can not do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they've bought into their own fairy tale myth a little bit to the point where they're going, Oh, there's no way we can win the Premier League again? And they're just sort of almost just allowing it to happen. It was sort of forgetting that they actually, you know, they do still have some control over their own destiny. They it's, don't have to have an absolutely terrible season. Luke sort of alluded to it, I think. It's a tribute season, isn't it? Ranieri's picking up his uh, honorary degree from De Montfort University. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, when Pete went? Yeah. And yeah. Did, did you get a degree from there? I did no graduate. No, okay. Because I had outstanding library, library finds. Finds, so, it, yeah. 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 I knew there was yeah. something funny about yeah. that. Yeah, anyway, hopefully, you'll get, <laughs> hopefully you'll get an honorary one at some point. Could <laughs> you, you just pay them now and, and get your degree, or is it? I is think it I did point? a radio show where I rang them up and they rang me back and they said that if I gave 30 <laughs> quid to children in need, they would say no more about it. So I think technically I can graduate if I fancy it. But you've decided to snub children in need. <laughs> no, I gave the children in need money. I just need to organise a time where I can throw a mortarboard in the air. I, I gave children in need money. Or any kind of mortar. I just can't prove it. Yeah. <laughs> they sort of bribed you with a Charity payment or something. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah. I don't know if that's morally. It's on me self assessment, so it's tax deductible. So up yours. Higher edu- Pete higher, always wins. Higher education isn't what it was, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't when I was there, no. You turned up on the first day, just give 30 quid to children and me. <laughs> that's fine. I, I did my third year in a zoo, Luke. So. <laughs> so. I, I go- Oh. Uh, well, let's move on to another tie. Oxford United at home to Newcastle United. How about that, eh? Upset! Upset! Is, 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 do your claxon. Oh, I, I, I don't know when my well, claxon's out, to be honest. Yeah. Get your claxons out for the... There we go! Upset! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Oxford manager Michael Appleton, he's an ambitious man. He said that he's glad the match won't be on TV because, according to him, we don't turn up when the cameras are on. <laughs> and Newcastle do. Don't so. tell me about the highlights. I love this whole new <laughs> era. I'd love it if managers were this honest. David Moyes, Michael Appleton. Yeah. Moore should do it. Mm. Uh, he's he's ex-Pompey, isn't he? Yeah, he, well, he managed Portsmouth. Yeah. To be fair to Michael Appleton, he managed Portsmouth. I think it might have been his first job in management, and, and Portsmouth were in the depths of the problems they were in. It was very difficult for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think many... I don't think many people thought he got a fair chance there. But speaking of the, of the upset thing, um, I did a bit of research about Oxford versus Newcastle. Uh, in 1992, 
Um, the last time the two, two teams played mm. was in 93. In 1992, Oxford beat Newcastle 4-2 and 5-2. Dished oh. out a couple of batteries. Yeah, nice. We'll have... <laughs> does that make you worried for this time? <laughs> Not yeah, particularly, no. And I particularly feel for, um, for, for Bradford City fans because um, Oxford was supposed to play in the EFL Trophy midweek mm. against Bradford. Mm. Bit of a long trip going to Oxford. Game was called off for a frozen pitch 20 minutes before kick-off. Yeah, oh. that is annoying. <laughs> it's like the officials are going, well, kick-off's at 7.45. It's probably going to get warmer. <laughs> it's, anything, it's getting warmer, so we'll give it as, as long yeah, as we can. Yeah, that's right. 20 minutes. Oh, 99% of those Bradford City fans would have been in the ground. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah. They, they've got to get reimbursed for that. They, they really do. That's um, Newcastle's best hope, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Abbott uh, did go on to say, though, he said, uh, but there's no doubt about it, if we can cause an upset, we'll be a pretty big deal in the media the next day. Oh, well, big wait, time. When do you want the coverage or not? Yeah, I know, <laughs> Don't give us the coverage, but if we win, then give us the give coverage. Give us it, yeah. If we're 3-0 up with 10 minutes left, get your cameras down here. <laughs> I mean, the cameras, will, the, cameras will, the cameras will already be there for the highlight package, so yeah, I don't understand. How does he know what... Is that a red light? Is that a red light on? <laughs> is that a live transmission? Yeah. You are taking a piss if well, this is going Is that a mixing desk you got? Is that a live, is that a live broadcast unit? Yeah, exactly. Get out. Yeah. Michael Avton running up and down the touchline. There's no film in that camera! Do not worry! He's <laughs> Facebook live over there! Take the lead! <laughs> Players on the pitch going, Boss, are there, are there people? Look, are there people watching? <laughs> yeah, there are people in the ground. They can see. I can't There's do it ma- if you watch me. I can't do it if you watch me. PSG playing Celtic. <laughs> it would be hundreds. It would literally be 11 0. Um, are you going to talk about Mark McGee? I was going to mention Mark McGee. Excellent. May I? Yes. <laughs> I saw a brilliant. I mean, obviously, Mark McGee, for those who haven't seen, was sent to the stands uh, the other day against Aberdeen. Um, I, think he, it was last, I think it was last week. His team were beaten 7 2 by Aberdeen when <clears throat> he was sent to the stands. Um, I saw a brilliant article uh, today. About Mark McGee apparently quite wanting an explanation about not only why he was sent to the stands against Aberdeen, um, but why so many refereeing decisions went against his team in that game and they lost 7-2. Now, I didn't see the game in its entirety, and I'm mm-hmm. the first to admit that, but I've seen a decent amount of football matches in my time, and if you can see seven <laughs> goals in one game, it's rarely the fault of the referee. <laughs> and it was, it was fantastic because, I don't know if you guys know, but James McFadden is the assistant to McGee at Motherwell. Yeah, Obviously, ex-Scottish yeah, striker, yeah. Um, played for Everton and, and one or two others. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was... He was um, I, just thought, I just thought that was worth mentioning but speaking after the game Mark McGee according to the BBC said he was absolutely disgusted and horrified by the attitude of the fourth official <laughs> and wanted clarity and after we would be speaking to the SFA, SFA's head of referees John Fleming McGee said John Fleming I'll be speaking to a lawyer I can only think there's an agenda <laughs> now if you want <laughs> If you watch the footage, Mark McGee is absolutely fuming. He's one of the angriest men in Britain. Yeah, it's like he tried to make out that he was really calm and mm. and, all this. and the great quote afterwards was he said uh, in the interview he said he said I'm not really funny, but the fourth official sport the game for me. <laughs> Give you a bit more perspective. If you haven't got time to go and watch the video, whatever, I'll give you. I'll just, I'll just leave with this: a police officer had to take him to the stand. <laughs> wow, he's one of those men who's so angry that anybody with a sort of a rational mind wouldn't want to talk to him. He, he also he also spotted a fan when he, when the police yeah. uh, policeman escorted him to the seat of the stands. He spotted a fan uh, filming him and, and screamed at him, "Is that thing on? Get your fuck!" <laughs> That's such a wonderful Scottishism. Oh, God. Anyway, Beg, Begbie in action. Mark McGee is the, is the gift that keeps on giving in that situation. <laughs> it's fantastic to watch. Really, yeah. I, I, I said to you, if you haven't got time to go and see it, fair enough, but please do mm. treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
my theory be? Um, Mark Warburton. Got the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll agree, he's got the weapon of surprise on his side. Yeah. Well, I have a highlight as well, and it's, it's, it's in the same vein as what's been going on. There's been a few good ones. The Argentina under-20 coach, Gerardo um, Solorio, who's... Um, He's been suspended. And I'll tell you why. He was trying to climb a perimeter fencing to fight fans. <laughs> At 50, right. 57 years old. Under 20 coach. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that happening here. Anyone caring that much? Yeah. Right, OK. He's under, is he the new under 21 boss, A.D. Boothroyd? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think he's certainly naming the hat, but I'm yeah. not, I, think, I think he may have uh, got the job. Imagine someone... Boothroyd's definitely managed at that level. Imagine maybe Big A.D. going, right, I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm like, coming to get you. The, the Mark McGee gets He's sent... definitely involved in the setup at England, yeah. yeah. Mark McGee gets sent to the stands, right? Yeah, and rightly so. And rightly right. so. And a fan is filming him, and McGee turns round, and you could imagine, because he's an angry man anyway, I mean, in the heat of the moment, he's going, Oi, are you going to turn that effing thing off, or whatever yeah. he says, right? That's, that's like, quite outrageous for here. The Argentina national team under-21 coach is trying to climb a perimeter fence to fight fans. I thought you said it was under-20, so it's not as bad. Under-20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that fence there to keep the coaches out? I don't know. Yeah. But the quote, Jim, I have to say this. People call me old, a drunk, but I just climbed the fence to look for the haters. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on. It's like a flow rider. <laughs> Sometimes. It's Drake. I get a good feeling. Yeah. Um, I've said a thousand sorries, but I'm feeling like Jesus, to be honest. Everyone at, <laughs> everyone at me for no reason. <laughs> Again, like... How is there even this much criticism of the under-20 coach? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that much. Imagine making his, boss, his life hell. Imagine his boss, right, you're going to go out there, you're going to say something to the press about this. Sorry, I was just trying to get off the haters. Not that. Don't say that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm feeling like Jesus for crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Jesus, who famously climbed many fences <laughs> to get at the haters. Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. And if you disagree with that, I'll punch your noses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's his name, this guy? It's uh, Gerardo Solorio. Just making a note. Yeah. He <laughs> might pop up again. <laughs> well, he's not going to be in a job, surely. Oh, mind you, you never know with the Argentine yeah, FA. Yeah. He might be given a three-year extension. We love your passion. <laughs> mm. oh. You can manage the national team. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. You should... I'm by embarrassed that. by that. <laughs> so, Vicious Mate's dad, fantastic stuff. And, and finally for now, Tobias Lilia Blood. Uh, I have a problem with the podcast and I need your help, guys. Sometimes during the commercial break, there is a fellow saying something like, Hi, Linford Grimes here, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. <laughs> <laughs> I have Googled this name, and even though I'm not a native English speaker, I don't think that a village in the Breckland district of Norfolk is able to produce such a sentence, even in your wacky podcast. I also don't think that Linford Christie has received a speech impediment that has stopped pronouncing his name uh, correctly. I have been looking into this for some time, and I can't find the person who he <laughs> is. Are you so telling p- me we've got a listener who's never heard of Linford Grimes? <laughs> he's, he's a legend. He's a legend. Look hard on the internet. Yeah, you must be spelling it wrong. I'm yeah. not going to help you. So please let me know. I would very much like to fall asleep again as this is consuming all my free time. Thank you, Tobias Lilia Blood. Let's leave that there. Let's see out there. I'm not putting that man out. Linford Grimes. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Great player. Pop- like, popular yeah. with the fans. Real servant. Fan, fan, fan favourite. Was it the 1954 FA Cup? Yeah. 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 Get an education. I'm Grimesy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to talk more about football and that after this. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Watford will have a, a new manager probably quite soon, and and oh, another manager probably up, quite they? soon after that. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be queuing up. The, the commentator, commentators are meant to be impartial, obviously, but they are meant to um, uh, be d- 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 descriptive of what's going on. What, Watford were absolutely woeful, is yeah. what the commentator <laughs> said after the game. I've never but, were though. Yeah. But that's scathing. Have you ever heard a commentator that's scathing? Uh, Mick McCarthy Waffles in a World Cup. <laughs> well, okay, true. Yeah, yeah, but I just, just remember it was a ge- I, I, He even said something like, I know we're supposed to big these games up, but this has been awful. <laughs> Amazing. That was the same game yeah. where he started. It was a game he was managing. <laughs> he started off that game, and it was a game. It was something like Ireland against Liechtenstein or something. And he said at the start of that game, just, just to let everyone know, I can't pronounce a left back's name, so I'm just going to call him left back. <laughs> in the first minute, in the first minute of the game, this is right on phonetically. Yeah. You've seen the packs they get given. Yeah. yeah. No, no, thanks. Foreign muck, not having it. Yeah. <laughs> I love a bit of that. Yeah. How are you doing, Pete Dawson? Back again, giving you more smashing slices of uh, Best of Ramble fun. Uh, how's about a vintage uh, bit of opening question action? Oh, dear. So then, gentlemen, if you could present an award to anybody from the world of football, what would it be for and who would it be to, Jim? I would like to see, um, once and for all, the most terrifying club mascot 
recognised. Because <laughs> there are so many, like, horrific felt nightmares out there. Um, <laughs> uh, the Partick one. The Partick Thistle one. That's it was, the best it was obviously one. a strong contender, yeah. the, the, the David Shrigley one. But there are like, oh, a lot which more is out the there. Thistle one? Like, it looks like a little weird, angry star man de- designed yeah. by a uh, notable UK artist, David Shrigley. Right. It's a Partick Thistle. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's terrifying. It's enjoyable. It's almost, it's almost as terrifying as Mark McGee. <laughs> but, not, but not quite more yeah. on him later. By I was the way. about to say, Mark McGee fans, keep uh, keep still. Both of you keep uh, keep keep your attention. Mm. So uh, Scunthorpe, I've got one called the Scunny Bunny, which is this sort Ooh. of terrifying oh, Donnie Darko style rabbit. Vibrator. I don't, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear more about that. Oh, Pete's back, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Like someone on the market. I got you, Scunny Bunnies. Two for a tenner. Yeah, well, club Three handkerchiefs, fifty pence. Club merchandise is getting stranger all the time, yeah, so maybe yeah. there's a gap in the market. Yeah. Um, Don't call him that, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of a lady. Oh, Peter. Peter Donaldson. Minutes. It's taken minutes. You're not on it? your sex holiday now. <laughs> to Beijing. Although, well, judging by the way, you couldn't get up to anything. <laughs> you can be weird anywhere, Pete. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you're out of our sight, it's That's what I said on the visa. <laughs> Jim, with his asthma, he couldn't get up to anything. <laughs> yeah, I heard it and I chose to ignore it. The biggest cod- we, we know it's not true. <laughs> the air quality is terrible there. The biggest contraceptive. <laughs> Pete's got is that shirt. <laughs> oh, Look, right, stop let's stop not bring the shirt to this. Shirt. Good God. <laughs> it's not an audio feature, for one thing. So, um, It's not a visual feature. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visual assault. God, you impress yeah, I'm, I'm really trying, mate. Um, so, uh, Peter, you'll be aware of the Newcastle mascots. Um, uh, they're Maggie and Monty Magpie, aren't they? Husband and wife. They're husband and wife, right? And obviously, the top of them is a horrible felt mascot nightmare, but otherwise, they just wear jeans. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Johnny James. <laughs> so much about the about the fine city, doesn't yeah. it? Like, oh my goodness me! I mean, they're, they're maybe not terrifying, but I felt they, they were worthy of a mention. There's, if um, you mention the city gent again on this I'm podcast, not. Right? I don't need to now. Because I don't get into doing it. Try a terrifying one. He's a gent. Wait, Jim, if you don't mind me saying, you just described two <laughs> massive human-sized magpies wearing jeans and said they're not that terrifying. They sound bloody terrifying to me. And don't forget that they're married. <laughs> That's a good thing. I know it's good. It's, it's just odd. It seems odd, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it's strange thing for the back. It's ironic, given your situation, you're a fan of a stable family unit. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, come on. Why is Luke having a... He, what's he been doing since I've been away? Oh, right. yeah, he's, Hang on. he's not had this. He's right. not had the punching he's bag. no sidekick. The floral punching bag. <laughs> what's your answer? So, uh, God, right. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm trying to show my work in. I really am. <laughs> so, yeah... Um, Got him, yeah, yeah. Sitting opposite. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it, don't let him email again. <laughs> uh, hello again. Uh, this is from Jake Street. Uh, I'm back to yet more mascot talk. The last mascot I brought to your attention was Ron Corn of Run Corn FC. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all oh, enjoyed very good one. Ron Corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, this time I'm bringing you uh, Mosley FC's <laughs> Marv the LED light. <laughs> what? You want to check him out? He doesn't, oh, wow. he doesn't even look light. particular. He looks just looks like a, a factory like a, chimney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a big sort of you know energy saving light bulb. He looks like a cigarette. Let's make yeah, it very it looks clear. Yeah, like a vape. Yeah. <laughs> Why on earth um, is he an LED light? Well, I'm about what's to explain. What's his name, Pete? Uh, Marv the LED light. <laughs> so it's, it's not even a colour or anything. I have no idea why they're known. I have no idea why, as they're known as the Lily Whites, and they're not sponsored by any lighting company. So I've no clue as to why they have an LED as their mascot. 
Wow. And he wants Lo- us to LED say hello. lights are white. Football and he wants mystery. to say hello. So he wants to, to explain it, Jim, but he, he cut you off to say he's going to explain it, and he explained it by saying no one knows why. Yeah, no one knows why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he let us say hello to his friend Mitchell Barron, who's a big Don't let him do listener. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will let him do that because he provided some jocks. Yeah. Right. He provided Ron, an LED light. This is, the, this is the author of Ron Corn, mate. Yeah. Fair enough. He's exactly. worthy of respect. How about this? Uh, but anyway, looking ahead to the weekend, uh, what have I got here? My eyes are terrible. I need to get this computer closer. Uh, it's Stuart Montague. <laughs> I- I'm looking forward to the Borough lads getting all giddy now. Karanka's gone, playing some mad Keegan-style football, 2-3-5 uh, uh, <laughs> formation and treating us to a 7-6 thriller. Sumptuous. Speaking of uh, Middlesbrough and, and managers, is it time Steve McLaren came could back? Could be. Yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, in, he's in the running, I think. Well, he's just left, uh, a, he's just left a club, so... Derby, yeah. yeah. Mm. Depressing, that, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it is depressing, <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. if you're a Middlesbrough fan, you just got rid of Karanka. <laughs> can I, can I... Sorry, can I just nip in while, before we do that? Mine, mine is Gary Rowett, of course, is going to be in charge of Derby now. Yeah. And, well, he is in charge of Derby, and he was saying that he wants McLaren's son to stay on as a part of the backroom staff. That's nice. I don't know if that's a dig or it's nice. That's depressing as well. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how you can make that more depressing. I'll, you have I'll raise your son for you as well, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I will say your offspring, um, Steve. And presumably, Steve, you live locally, don't you? So, so, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, um, speaking of that, by the way, Marcus. They, they, won, they beat them at Bournemouth, didn't they? They did, they beat them 3-1. Bournemouth will be um, looking for revenge. But it could be a feisty affair. Speaking of feisty affairs... There it is! Uh, <laughs> 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 we mentioned red cards in the Merseyside derby. Five red cards, I think you said in that game. No, there should have been five. There were three. Oh, there were three? Yeah, there should have been five. Well, Easter Road, this week, there were four. <laughs> Only two of them were players. Yeah, it's absolutely, it was it was like the last days of Edinburgh. Yeah, um, a mass brawl uh, happened at the end of that one between Hibbs and Morton. It was it was nil nil. But the real story was the two managers going at yeah. it. We know Neil Lennon likes a ruck. There, yeah. there is an absolutely incredible, like very Alan Partridge style photo story of this on the Daily Records it. website. It's it's just amazing. I only just, clicked on it because I thought it was a proper video. Uh, no, but it starts <laughs> off just like a normal football match, and then there it just there are. Punches flying, just show, bundles. It? It's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Jim Duffy and him had to be separated. Jesus, Jim Duffy looks hard. <laughs> he does. He <laughs> looks like a tough, tough His man. His head looks like a bullet. <laughs> He's, he is the dictionary definition of old man heart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He makes Joe Jordan look like, look like Bambi. Definitely. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It's like <laughs> his skull has a skull. And when, when, he, had, when he had that um, dust up with, with Lennon that you mentioned, <laughs> Lennon does like a, like a dust up himself. He, does. he said. Uh, he said... There were no punches thrown. This is Jim Duffy. There were mm. no punches thrown. If I throw a punch, you'll know about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, also, he also said that he was sort of really embarrassed by it, but afterwards he said uh, maybe it was handbags with a few things inside the handbags. <laughs> <laughs> so sinister, no? Yeah. A couple of half bricks in that yeah. handbag. You could all, Snook a bottle in a sock. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Like the first thing I thought of when I saw Jim Duffy's face yeah. is that man could hold his own in any pub in the land. <laughs> any pub in the land. Even that one, even off the, if, even that one in Aberdeen. When nobody yeah. goes to any time of the day or not. That yeah. one in Aberdeen was in that world, uh, Britain's hardest part oh, yeah, of the yeah. series. And uh, I actually showed my granddad a bit of that. He spent a lot of time in Aberdeen when he was younger. Mm. Uh, and uh, I asked him if he recognised it. He said no. But he said, um, what, one thing about Aberdeen is it's not quite the end of the world, <laughs> but you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jim Duffy, because Neil Lennon accused Jim Duffy of challenging him to a fight. And I thought, I tell you what, Mr. Lennon, you know, whatever, you, you didn't seem to wait. 
you know, for any yeah. clarification mm. on that, you know, yeah. you might have assumed he's that been he kicked in the air by Alan Shearer. He's not going to like second guess anyone again, yeah. is he? He's, he's certainly not. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll go. <laughs> the you, phrase you, he used was square go. Well, I know. <laughs> I love that. Jim Dovey yeah. said he denied asking for a square go, which is which is <laughs> wonderful. Square go. Give me. Uh, I just have to say, come ahead, square go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, uh, Marcus? Remember our mate from uni, Richie, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always used to say, whenever you like muck around with him or someone with ready, he always go, go on then. I make it a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you the first. Yeah, um, the, 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 Duffy was sent to the stands, of course, with, with Neil Lennon. And he said, "I've never been set." Duffy playing like the innocent party, I know. like like you were saying. Oh, I thought, uh, you know, this has never happened to me or anything like this. It's it like a Scottish Voldemort. <laughs> There's no way you can play the innocent party. He said, I've never been sent to the stands before tonight. It's my first time, but it's always good to lose your virginity eventually. This guy's gone under our radar for far too oh, long. Oh, man. He mm. said, I've never been in this situation before, and I don't know how it works. Maybe I should ask Lenny. Yeah. Just so disrespectful. Uh, apparently, they're good pals as well. Yeah. I thought they go back a long way, and they're good pals. In, in and that's how they behave. Life. Yeah, well, quite. God knows what they do with their enemies. Yeah. But <laughs> we might hear a bit more, Jim, if Grinnock get uh, promoted, because they're doing all right, aren't they? They're Second doing okay. or something like that. Hibs are miles ahead, though, aren't it was, they? Yeah, it was a big game. It was a and big only game. one go up automatically, so oh, we'll goodness. see. Wonderful stuff. Uh, we must go to a break. But I bought my Notts County top for his oh, 40th. Oh. Got it on eBay from like a house clearance. Dead man's shirt. Wonderful. <laughs> love it. Ridiculous. And but the best Your thing about it. Is, take turns like that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best thing about it is the sponsor was Fascia Mania. Remember when fascias were big? What for phone fascia for mobile phones? Yeah. What, what even yeah, were they? Okay. They were like plastic uh, like additions to your yeah oh, right. to your it's actual mobile phone. Cover, basically. Yeah. yeah. Fascia mania. I used to have a Portsmouth cover on my phone on my th- uh, my thirty two ten. Lovely classic, mate. Yeah. Classic. It was a classic. I was remembering my first mobile phone, and I remember that the SIM card was a credit card sized SIM card. Yeah, I remember that. Fantastic. Oh, Pete, you probably knowing what we know about you and technology, you probably had a mobile phone in about nineteen eighty four. One of those in big brief ones. Yeah, yeah. You had to bring like an aerial around with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got into a fight with the jeweller's son because I said he was the jeweller's son. Again, the, je- the there town jeweller. I, I got in a fight. I got in a fight with the northern jeweller. I got into the fight. I got in a fight with a jeweller's son. The jeweller's son because uh, because I said he was slimy because he had a mobile phone when we were like fifteen yeah, or something. Wow. Nobody else had Did one. Did you grow up in a nursery rhyme? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this when you worked down the Hovis mine? <laughs> Well, my lovelies, um, did you see, of course you did, because we talked about it on one of the previous football rambles, that inflatables were banned at Barnet when Grimsby Town came to town. Mm. Mm. Um, they brought along a, a mariachi band, as of course we talked about um, before. What would you bring along instead of inflatables if you were given the choice, if you were in the Grimsby end for that game? Jim? Uh, well, there's worse things to have come out of a piñata than a nice bit of fish for your dinner. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, keep with the Mexican tradition, you're going to have a big fence in front of big your wall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build a wall, build a wall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, uh, Peter, we just had Luke. Sorry, Peter. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'd taken the actual things that the inflatables are meant to represent. You know, like the popular inflatable items you get, like a palm tree. Mm. Yeah. I'd take a palm tree big in. Banana. Big banana. Or a big actual banana. <laughs> a, dead, a, dead, oh. a dead flamingo. Or a big a dead shark. Yeah. Yeah. A red Stratocaster. <laughs> now you're talking. A big meaty pink willy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Wait. that. Wait, just bring your own, yeah, mate. He always, <laughs> he, always tra- he always travels around with them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'll like, make one out of like um, loads and loads of compacted chicken breasts. Into one of those big, you know, you oh see them on Hendo's. That's, that's, that's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. That might, be the, that might be the worst thing that's ever been said on this show. Also, that is big, also chicken, chicken breasts are expensive. Use thighs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry for the live show, innit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why does the whole thing stink? Come to the live show, people be dishing out raw chicken thighs. 
Shaped you know. into a penis. Yeah. <laughs> get get a slice. There we go. Fashion <laughs> your thighs into a penis. <laughs> But there was unsavoury scenes in, in another big derby on the continent on the weekend. In the Denmark, uh, I'm sorry, the Copenhagen derby rather, happened on the weekend. Bronby and FC Copenhagen. Some Bronby supporters threw dead rats at an opposition player when he went to take a corner. Where, have they, where have they got those from? Have they killed them there? Or I, them along? I reckon they're them in storage. Like, fr- like, put it in the freezer. Do you think? Thaw think them out it, for the day. Yeah, they did look defrosted, to be fair. <laughs> if anyone in this room knows anything about a rat storage, <laughs> my, my money's on Donnie again. <laughs> there is l- an optimal uh, how damp the air is, so okay. it's just important. That's your biggest problem with dead rats yeah. and their storage. I like you, pens you, and dead rats, I tell you how what. Many, how many would you be keeping in one sort of storage container? I would use, I would put them all in a cardboard box. I'd put about five per cardboard box on top of a dehumidifier, so... <laughs> Do you, do, you stack, do you stack the rats? Stack the rats. No, 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 no. They wouldn't be touching. No. Because no. you, might, you might use them for different reasons. <laughs> they might use them for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you, like, like chucking them at a rival yeah. player in a derby game. I guess you wouldn't want to contaminate them. Yeah. And, and, and here's where us as a show can really stand out with this sort of stuff. So yep. we'll talk about this. No doubt that newspaper, wherever it is, we don't mention them because most of the newspapers we don't like. Yep. Uh, they, 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 we'll use their stuff. Yeah, we yeah. Like um, they, they've reported that, probably, I would say. I haven't read the story, yeah. but I imagine they've re- reported that as mm. a negative thing. Yeah. That's how we can differentiate yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I bloody love that. Yeah, yeah. And I endorse it that is quite neat, leads neatly on to what the Bronby uh, sporting director said. He said, it's unfortunate there are some visitors who could not figure out how to behave properly. Yeah. Is this behaving properly? We haven't figured it out yet, you mug. Oh, it's such a Rubik's Cube of social behaviour. <laughs> oh, I'll suck it and see. Try yeah. now. <laughs> um, Do you prefer mice? And I, lo- I love the fact that we talked on this show before about um, fans in this country particularly writing banners and embarrass themselves. Mm. Like, like their kid coming down in the, in the morning on the kitchen table mm. and dad's writing a banner out. Yeah. Mm. Imagine the dead rats. <laughs> yeah. what, are you doing, what, what are you doing? <laughs> can you can you put this rat in your pocket? I've run out of space. Yeah. What is happening? It's like, to find one rat. Well, well, Maybe he's still stuck there. There's a couple of things to say here. Luke once said to me that he or, or us that he'd like to play football against the hundred pigs. Yeah. yeah, don't know what he means by that. Although well, in another sense, I do. And then secondly, I am possibly, and I'm I'm going to assume this and. It's to my detriment, that, or, or credit, whatever, that I'm assuming this is, that I think I'm the only person here that has been involved in the blowing up of dynamite. Really? Yeah. What, in the real world? In the real world, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I almost... I'll put my mortgage on the fact that Pete's done it. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, is this when you went to Vietnam and paid a man to let you throw a stick of dynamite at a cow? None of that's true. Mm. And it wasn't in Vietnam. Well, give us the dynamite. Don't, don't just tease it. Just give it, give it to well, us. Well, that email's from Andrew Lavers, by the way. Oh, that, thank you, Andrew. Do you want me to interpret that, that, Andrew? I can interpret that for you. <laughs> yeah. um, you are almost certainly in love with your own mother. <laughs> yeah. All drinks mean that. Yeah. Mm. Um... Yeah, back to your dynamite chat. Uh, it was, uh, and it is dynamite chat. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> 2005. It was Bolivia. Okay, it's in South America, right? And uh, there's a, there's a, there's a um, a mining town, or a, no, it's still a mining town called Potosi. I think it's it's called in Bolivia. There was a lot of silver mining there, and they do a mining t- a tour of the mines. I was actually ill. I didn't get to go to see the mines, but m- my mate who I was with did, and two other uh, Canadian chaps we were travelling with, and they sell two things this mine. Dynamite and extremely strong alcohol. Right. Yeah. Good combo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. One of those things is bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, both are very good. <laughs> yeah, we uh, and and uh, a couple of uh, uh, chaps we acquired on the way um, got some dynamite and we and we let it off. Uh, in a very safe environment, controlled. We got a local to do it. it takes another side to you here, Mark, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know. What did you blow up with it? Uh, nothing. You just blew up nothing with it. No, we blew up a, a massive, big, uh, like it was a big boulder thing. And it was. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. You ask me the this question. is what you do when you go on your trip. You, you, you know, blow things up. You know when someone scores like you know when someone scores like in the lower league scores like an amazing goal and someone says, "Oh, I've messy did that." We've been raving about it for months. Yeah. If Pete said that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, you know. Explosive, wow. explosive times. And you presumably weren't even drinking the really strong alcohol. I was your own destructive. This guy—that was only a dream. Yeah. Wasn't even yeah. real. You've topped it <laughs> with one of your weird travel. I'm just episodes. saying that I was. I, I look. I never lit the thing. Do you know what I, was I never bought, I, in the court of law. I would have just been an innocent bystander. When you said it, do you want to know what I was thinking? I'd have maybe get done for a fray. Do you want to know what I was hoping? I was hoping you, the old crocodile and let it off in a lake and get all the fish. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. No, I'm not going to kill. You know. Oh, suddenly you're a moral, yeah. moral now. You're well, a, moral, boulder, a boulder's not going to. You're the last bastion of moral integrity well, now. Are you? In this room, you're running where, around where Bolivia you... in your pants. That might <laughs> just be in my mind. Yeah, in your pants. That's a dream. With a stick of dynamite holding above your head. It's actually not a stick. It's slightly more complex than that. Oh, sorry, oh, is it? I'm not an expert. Yeah. No, clearly not. Someone is. There we go. <laughs> well, we had an expert with us. <laughs> he couldn't believe us like our Bolivian tour guide. We we approached him. We said, oh, "No one ever wants to do this." By the way, Juan. Um, his name was Juan. Um, we said, "Oh, we got." We thought, how are we going to... Because we, we, we can't just go, oh, by the way, we're going to nip off and uh, if you hear a big explosion, don't worry about it. And we said, we've got some, <laughs> we got some, we got some dynamite, what do you reckon? And he, he couldn't believe his luck. His yeah. eyes lit up. Oh, I haven't, I haven't blown up anything for years, he said. He was <laughs> Give right, it well, yeah, he's, <laughs> Come here, you amateurs. Right. Well, back to some explosive action, if you will, uh, in the Champions. Dot com if you want to get involved. You want a tip. Got, and if you want a tip, and if you've got any stories about Kevin Hitchcock. What's the biggest tip you've given, Pete? Uh, you're quite a generous chap. Are yeah, you the you most are. generous one of all when of us? First, you look, the biggest tip you've ever given, you won't remember. When I, I was imagine, first in, so, when I was yeah. first in London, I gave. Uh, I was writing a lot of checks that my ass definitely could not cash <laughs> uh, because I was very poor, and it took like three or four days to cash. And uh, I gave, uh, I think, fifteen pounds to a toilet attendant in a check. Yeah, that is the most Alan Price I've ever heard. That a man who had the <laughs> thickest Nigerian accent I've ever heard in my life. That his banking might have been done in Lagos. See, so that's why I thought he'd take some time to cash the check. He didn't. He cashed it almost immediately, <laughs> and I couldn't eat for a week. So well done, me. <laughs> Dude, if I may, if I may, please just take some time to think about Pete writing out a cheque in a pub toilet for fifteen pounds to a toilet. That's all I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Just, just you can have a tenner, for a couple of fifteen days. quid if it's a cheque. <laughs> Don't cash it yet. Yeah. Oh, you have. I do miss the chequebooks. Yeah, they were very. So why, they were sound yeah. <laughs> yeah so he actually cashed it straight away. He cashed it straight Classic. away. I was Classic. Classic. Skint that week. Absolutely. St- Brassic. Yeah. Terrible business. <laughs> uh, so, um, speaking of uh, strange things, Tony Adams, let's go to the Liga, um, started his temporary head coach it's role. A weird sentence, isn't it? Granada. Let's go to La Liga, Tony Adams. What the mm. flip's going on? Yeah. I, did you see his training session? Oh, I did. I thought oh, it was excellent. Macarena, Beautiful. Yeah. I thought it was excellent. Mm. <laughs> I just really enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I think there's a lot to be said um, for mm. managers going over to, to Spain and, and trying their luck. I know he's got a job through nepotism and he's pals with the chairman, blah, blah, blah. Blah, uh, but he's doing it. He doesn't yeah. have to do it. Uh-huh. He's doing it. They only uh, lost 3-0. And the best thing about it is, right, <laughs> is that all the fans of English football will say, oh, well, the problem is our coaches, our managers don't go overseas, do they? They don't go overseas and learn. Big they time. go overseas, rip the piss out of them. <laughs> <laughs> rip the piss out of them, mercy as much as you can until they come back a failure. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah Steve McLaren. Yeah. yeah. He Neville. won a league title. Yeah. Yeah. He won two. Yeah. It gets the absolute mickey taken out of him. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, he did try and sound like a Dutchman. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a literal sentence. But Again, that, but, not but, some but sort it, of... Yeah, but in any other walk of life, that wouldn't be the takeaway from that. Yeah, of that. course, yeah. Like Jim says, won two league titles. Yeah. You know, that's, that is the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, with a really unfancied side as yeah. well. <laughs> Just, oh, ah, you mug oh, McLaren. Yeah. And now you're back here, and now you're crap. <laughs> It's like, he, he could have done Ah, you dickhead, you tried. You were trying. <laughs> You're trying to better yourself. Why don't more of you try this one? Hey, You're like pathetic. <laughs> and, oh, well, how's Adam's getting on? Dunno, look at this funny dance he's done. Yeah. It was a funny dance. It was brilliant. It, it was, was for Edge. I don't fair. know what he was trying to say. Hey, Tony Adams. <laughs> what about his beige tracksuit trousers and blue polo shirt? Oh, you're getting in on it now. Yeah. I'm just saying, what yeah, about it, That's a combination it, of the two things. <laughs> look, taking the piss out of Pete's clothes yeah. and that exact attitude. It's called fashion, look it up. By coincidence, that is what Pete's wearing. <laughs> come, back, come back and wear a suit in the National League, you mug. Um, dear, oh dear. It is a funny one, Dan. So that, that's the end of our Spanish roundup. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, dearie me. But ahead of the classic... Okay, um, I appreciated the um, the quote from Snow, though, by the way. That's all right. It's all right. right. Um, Peter. Uh, was it a quarter? I suppose it was yeah. more of a lyric, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Um, uh, about, actually, a couple of years ago, I put a curse on someone. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, Is he still when in? Eusebio died, I put a curse on Bella Gutman and I said, Bella Gutman, you will never win another European title. And true to form, the very much deceased skeleton of Bella Gutman has not won another European title since that date. So yeah, You're the only mm. one in this room with experience of the question. Exactly. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. That's a lot of pressure on yours, because presumably it's now going to happen. Well, yeah. he could like, kind of win posthumously. Okay, uh, which, is, that, is that your answer, the one so you've no, already done? Uh, Jim, I think we should push up on this. If, you, right, okay. if Pete's got experience of curse, and they were. As he claims. I think you should suggest an entirely realistic one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do whatever sort of shamanic ritual you have to do to make it happen, and then we'll see if it works. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Does anybody know any voodoo priests or priestesses? Well, you're you the one with the this experience. Oh, yeah. Well, I just did a little one in my head. I went, <laughs> I'll get you, Bella. Pete, just to let you know, if you do all the stuff for the show in your head, it's not going to be as entertaining for the listeners. <laughs> also, ah. You have to show your work, and as we've often said. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about people isn't cursing them as well. It's... I could, I could, sh- I could show you the work, and I've always got chicken bones on you're, me. You're, uh, <laughs> my goodness, you're always, <laughs> you're always, you're just essentially thinking about a dead man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's well, not I'm that essentially thinking about to. a dead man. Yeah, yeah. So, so Pete's right. essentially refusing to answer the question. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I said I've already done it, so that's my curse. Oh, that's my you, footballing well, curse. No, something about Mike Ashley. Curse him in some way. All right, I'll curse. No, I won't. You all, you did, we need to get out of it. Nearly got involved. You <laughs> probably just thought it. Yeah. Can we yeah. Yeah. curse <laughs> him later in the bath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've cursed him many a time in yeah. the past. Come on, okay. Marcus, give us your answer. Do, shall I do the listeners' highlights as usual and you guys can chip in with some of your own afterwards? I mean, Does that work? Don't care, it was probably everybody's highlight. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a lot of IX fans I mean, this podcast. Yeah, so you can imagine all you want, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Prove it. Um, but get Marcus to catch up, will you? Um, here's one from Ian McDonald. He says, Gotta be the clip of Diego Costa getting champagne in his eyes during the Chelsea <laughs> celebration, then trying to rinse it out with Lucasade, and then telling the camera to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> See that? That's fantastic. That is, that is perfect. As that far is as I know, amazing. he doesn't even really speak English that well. Yeah. So he's obviously learnt the important words. He knows that one. Yeah, because um, Fabregas famously, famously swearing in the uh, post-match interview as well. Didn't yeah, he, he, he said football is fucking fantastic. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. So yeah, that's a good spot, Ian. Um, <laughs> 
cock off. But imagine what Diego Costa putting Lucas Aid in his eyes. To wash it out. He would then think that that was someone else's fault. Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> a physio, one of the physios will probably get fired for that. Uh-huh. Um, Matthew Innes, the guy... Earlier, uh, well, we know that um, Tom Cruise will be supporting Juventus as he was at Atletico Madrid's new stadium and declared himself an Atleti fan. Okay. I've got beef with this. Go on. He's been spotted in the home end at the Bernabeu before. Has he? He has. I reckon he turned up and he and he forgot. He was handed the Atletico Madrid shirt and he's thinking, it's a bit, a bit of red in that. Normally it's all white, isn't it? Oh, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thinks it's a franchise like America Sports that's moved around. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh, you're, a, you're Atletico now. Does he think Juve are top guns? <laughs> Get out. I don't care if we are only two men. Get out. <laughs> it's risky business making a prediction at this stage. Have you written these yeah, down? Have I what? All right. <laughs> <laughs> How many more have you got? Do you want to get, just get them out? Yeah. I, mean, I, know there's, I know there's dad jokes, but these are mummy jokes. Re- yeah, nobody's that familiar. <laughs> nobody's that familiar. Real he's in the, the new fa- mummy I know film. he's in the new mummy Real film. Real have certainly got more than a few good men. <laughs> I'm having that one. It'll it'll be hard for Juventus to win, Pete, but it won't be Mission Impossible. (laughs) You never know, Cristiano Ronaldo might have all the right moves. (laughs) Seriously, that's all I've got. I'm done now. Yeah, I'm done now. I'm Days of Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's just saying the title of a film. It's it's pretty much what you just did, to be fair, isn't it? I've been more creative there, and I think the listeners will judge me on that. Now, there we go. Mm. You see, it, means, it does mean I? something. Um, it was the Champions League final in Cardiff. Real Madrid won four one. We we witnessed the first side to retain the Champions League trophy. We 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 needed to wait for this. Yeah, uh, and I don't mm. mean the retaining. I meant the game because it was of course delayed by the Black Eyed Peas by three minutes. I feel fans of football everywhere will agree it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a girl at school whose favourite outfit, favourite artiste, favourite band were Jamiroquai. Yeah, and I was watching the Black Black Eyed Peas, and I thought, do you reckon anyone's favourite band is the Black Eyed Peas imagine that imagine the illness Pete have you got any (laughs) modern references what do you mean have you got anything modern the Black Eyed Peas yeah you work for one of the biggest radio stations in the country you're quite that old come on come on no but it's not that bad I'm just saying sort of screwball scramble yeah I'm just saying that it's just a weird band to be really yeah, into it's like, and it's, I did think like I know what you mean Black Eyed Peas mm. can't really be anyone's favourite band <laughs> no, I mean, people are they think like, they're alright Peter are they like the Alfie the same pet of music <laughs> yeah they are yeah. <laughs> they, they actually seem to get a decent reception though which yeah. is a stranger thing mm. I don't know I, I quite liked um, uh, Jonathan Wilson in one of these articles he was going crazy on Twitter yeah he, right, right through he was going, well this isn't going to start on time it isn't going to, it didn't start on time Wait, he, he was right time. he was right he was thinking I've never seen him sound a bit about something and he once shared a train journey with me three hours <laughs> he was animated after it I'll tell you um, down the police station um, he, in one of his articles I love this he said quite why being the most important football match of the year isn't enough why it needs these uh, adornments is bewildering after all agree. this is a wonderful point after all concerts don't start with a quick game of five aside on the stage <laughs> The reason he's annoyed is because in 15 years' time, when he's continuing to write on the history of football, he knows he's going to have to give him a mensch. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot simpler back in the 70s. <laughs> I got a feeling, Jonathan. I got a feeling. All right, then. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We're going to be back very soon with more Best of the Ramble Nonsense. 2017-18 is on the horizon, so do prepare yourselves. We'll see you next time. Isn't Mark is a big idiot? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest idiot on the podcast. Oh, are you this all right, week, Mark? Yeah. 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 Are, you okay? are you having a problem with your brain? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get a calculator from the pound shop, you penis? I think I'm fine. It was a perfect point. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 